Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor, and today we're visiting with our friends from Central Lakes College. We have Mary Sam with us today, Dean of Students, Wellness and Equity, and Mark Johnson, the Interim Vice President of Academic and Student Affairs. And uh, welcome back to Community Focus. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Uh, thank yeah. you. What are we focusing on this time around, Mary? We're talking about our basic needs hub and all the student services that we've got at Central College, Central Lakes College. You know, just really noting that we're more than just a college community, that we are there to reduce some of the barriers for students to help create access and um, to make life easier. We've got a lot of students that are struggling with daycare, transportation, basic needs, food insecurity. And we have really worked hard over the last few years to try to put some systems, supports, resources in place, um, community and otherwise, to try to make, you know, meet the needs of our students at CLC. Yeah, because you'd hate for those things to stand in the way of someone getting a, a better education. Absolutely. For sure. You know, and we're seeing that across the nation. We're seeing, you know, yeah. the food pantries right here in Brainerd are struggling. They can't keep up. Yeah. And our students are facing, you know, the, the same thing. So we, you know, we created a, a hub center on our campus, a student resource center at Brainerd campus and over at our Staples campus. And we've got a number of services there. We've got community services that are coming in weekly, um, Bridges of Hope. We're working with sexual violence resources, Crowing County SNAP program, uh, providing health insurance to our students or helping students get connected, I should say, to health insurance. We've got a mental health center now on campus. Oh, wow. Um, we work with Lakewood, Lakewood Hospital, and we've got a clinical mental health therapist on campus, work, and with both of our campuses, working with students three days a week. And uh, again, reducing some of those barriers mm -hmm. that, you know, just really get in the way. Yeah. If students want to take advantage of those services, is there a fee, an extra fee for them to do so, or is that kind of included on everything? How does that work? That's included. Those wow. are the services that we're providing. We've got a great student life director. I know that we'll mm -hmm. talk about student life here in just a bit. Um, but our student life director is really out, you know, building those relationships across the region um, to bring food services to the community, you know, building those partnerships with, you know, county services, uh, affinity to do some financial literacy training. And our community organizations see the value, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. They see that as part of the college education. And uh, we've got a great partnership with the We Are Clinic, you know, sexual uh, reproductive services. We're expanding those services to include um, uh, STI testing, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, UTI testing, uh, some of the basic health needs that our, that our students just don't have. You know, I mentioned uh, child care, transportation, housing. Yeah. Um, those are issues across, again, the state, not yeah. just, you know, central to our college. Um, but when you are a parent of, you know, two, three, four, five, six kids, or you're elderly and you're a student at CLC and you don't have housing, you don't have child care, you're struggling with transportation, mm -hmm. and you're trying to make changes in your life, right? Trying to change those cycles that a lot yep. of us grew up in. Mm -hmm. um, and then you just run into one brick wall, one barrier after another, um, you know, when you're just simply trying to get an education and to. Um, you know, make a good life for yourself and your mm -hmm. children and your family and your community. Right. Yeah. Are, are you able to track how often these services are used? We do. We've got a little button, um, you know, so when students come and get food, um, they press the button. And right now I think we're averaging, I want to say, between four and 500 um, students a week are coming in and a using week. our food pantry a week. Wow. wow. 
that's a lot of students yeah, coming in that are letting us know that uh, that they've got needs. You know, we have community people that want to come to the to the campus and utilize those services as well. And um, it is we we do need to mention that this is for our students. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, but it also again shows the need that this is much this is much more broad than just you know our Central Lakes College students. So where does that food again come from when it comes to f- to stocking the shelves? Great question, Tess. So again, Eric Kepner, our director of student life, has got great relationships with Second Harvest Food, the other food pantries in the community. We do a lot of sharing and partnering with those food pantries. Um, we also do retail food rescue. Mm. Um, you know, so some of the local grocery stores here on a Sunday that just need to get rid of some of their food. You know, we'll take that food. That's still good. That's still usable. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. we'll take that food and, and distribute that to our students as well. And uh, to really kind of eliminate that waste, you know, waste elimination as well. Mm -hmm. Have you had direct feedback from the students who utilize these services? Absolutely. You know, we do surveys. Our students get tired of the surveys, (laughs) right? (laughs) Um, But we've got surveys all the time, and our students are letting us know um, that that we're beginning to meet their needs. You know, and, you know, with all these services, we know that, you know, when you're struggling with food, when you're struggling with um, child care, transportation, housing, um, not knowing how to pay your bills, um, not knowing how to write a check, balance a checkbook. Mm-hmm. Those are additional stressors. And, and so our students have also let us know that we've got a mental health crisis in our community. Yeah. We know that. All of us yeah. know that, right? Yeah. And so um, our surveys have really indicated that we're doing a much better job that we're, we're beginning to meet the needs of our students. And, uh, you know, I, I think it, um, I think one of the other points it's worth making is that we're really engaged with our students and we listen to our students. Yep. Yes. You know, again, whether that be through surveys. Um, I know that our, here, Charlie, our president, who you've met with a number of times, uh, meets with our students regularly, our student leaders, and, um, you know, really hears from them, um, you know, where are the gaps? What do we need to be doing differently? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but the mental health crisis that, that we're seeing across this nation, we deal with that on a daily basis, um, but, we're, but we're making change. And mm-hmm. our students are letting us know that um, what we're doing makes sense and that it's extremely helpful. It's helping them, Great. yeah. In yes. fact, I would imagine most of these services came about because of a response to students asking for these things and the way you communicate with your students. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, That's besides great. these basic needs, students also look for other things, don't they? Yeah. We know students want to feel a sense of belonging at our college. They, When they come to our college, they want to feel like this is a place where they can feel safe. They feel like they um, can communicate with other people safely and that they can feel um, a place of home, you mm-hmm. know, um, a, connection. And from, a connection, right. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And for many uh, students, it is a, a home away from home. Yeah. Um, we do that in num- a number of ways. Uh, one of my favorite ways is through our athletics program. I love seeing students um, participate, but also um, come and uh, be spectators in our athletics. Um, right now, our uh, baseball softball uh, programs are getting ready to start hitting the field. Um, (laughs) Trying to anyway. Trying to, yeah. You see the the, uh, men and women athletes out there uh, shoveling, trying to get the fields ready. Um, And that, you know, that really shows, you know, they have a, they don't have to necessarily go out there and do that. They're Mm -hmm. out because they want to be out there. They want to be connected to, and they have a a strong sense um, of belonging with their team and they're all out there trying to get ready for the season. Yeah. Yeah. 
It, just this worth noting too, our, we're really excited about our baseball program this year. Um, we have a new coach, a new head coach. Um, his name's Blaine Hardy. He's a former Major League Baseball pitcher. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, we, uh, really a, a, a great guy. And uh, I know the, the, the men um, players are really excited to have a, a coach of his caliber there yeah. too. So yeah. I'm very awesome. happy about that. Um, yeah, and we also have a lot of other things going on at the college as well. Um, you know, our performing arts is something that really attracts a lot mm-hmm. of students and mm-hmm. keeps students um, interested in staying on campus and seeing some of the neat things we're doing. Um, right now we have a play going, uh, we have a play that's coming up, uh, The Collected Stories, um, that runs April 27th, 28th, and 29th, and then also a little bit in May. But again, it's a, a great um, opportunity for those who are interested in the arts Um we have a lot of student clubs. You know, students are, uh, we have a club for almost every interest a student could have. If you don't like, if there's a club that uh, we don't have, you can make your own there club. There you go. You know? good to say. <laughs> Present yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah. We also have, uh, you know, it's, uh, my background is English, and I really love um, seeing uh, some of the amazing um, writers that we bring to campus. So we have our Verse Like Water program. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. We have a, an amazing poet coming, uh, Maya Popa. She's a Romanian-American poet she's coming on april 14th um it's amazing when you see the turnout that comes to these events um i love seeing s- these these writers um who are really um big deals in in the world of literature are here on our campus talking yeah. to our students and our students you can just see them lighting up uh when they're getting a chance to hear these um folks reading and that's um, those are open to the public too aren't totally they? open to the yeah. public yep. Yeah. yep yep free and open to the public mm-hmm. um Let's see what's up. We have a Cultural Thursdays event. Um, we have an event um, right now. It's called Lessons um, from Chile. One of our um, sociology faculty, Gary Payne, is going to be talking about his 40 days and 4,000 kilometers, kilometers going through Chile. Yeah, yeah. It's really neat because uh, a lot of times our students and faculty will often go on these amazing um, cultural adventures mm-hmm. around the world and come back and talk about what, the, what they learned. I mean, we, we just recently had that in January, too, um, Scott Foster, our sociology instructor, went, took students from Upward Bound on a, a civil rights. It was a, um, the U.S. Civil Rights Trail that went through, um, oh, let's wow. see, Nashville, Montgomery, yeah, Selma, Selma, Birmingham, wow. Memphis. They got yes. to see some of the the most important pieces of the from the civil rights um, from, from our civil rights history in our country. And um, that's amazing. Just to see there and, and experience it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's just amazing. Some of these experiences our students get. Um, yep. And the one thing I would want to point out too, is I do feel like our college is great at trying to find something for everybody too. We have a, a new e-sports lounge. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's one of the most popular sports in the country right now. It's, yes, uh, it is. yeah. Sure. And um, we have a, a they can come and play casually competitively, yeah. but um, it's, again, it's, open for all of our students and it's something again we've tried to make a really nice effort to make sure students have can find some way to connect on campus because when they feel a sense of belonging when they can connect on our campus they um, will do better in their classes and Absolutely. that's what we want we want students to be successful and, and feel comfortable at our college mm-hmm. yeah. they've got to have fun during their college experience but also be able to meet their needs and you guys uh, help them do that all the way around so yep. yeah it's and, wonderful and really to clarify a step further as Tess said uh, uh, Mary emphasized that the basic needs are for the students themselves but all of those things athletics performing arts uh, the Rosenmeyer Town Forums, yep. the uh, uh, Cultural Thursday, those are all open to the public. Correct. Mm-hmm. Totally. And, and, and it's so neat to see the public come in. I was at a Rosenmeyer Town Forum earlier this year, and it was a great mixture of the community and the students. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. it was a fascinating presentation. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're, I think the whole community is very fortunate you know, to have um, access to these resources. And um, it's great for our students to see that, you know, even when you're, when you're not in college anymore, how important these resources are to the community. It's, yeah. uh, I think it, it's also a nice way for our community to connect with our students and yes. students to connect with the community, mm-hmm. to see each other, learn how to be with each other. I mean, we've got students that are local. We've got students here from all over the country. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, building those connections and relationship help us figure each other out and, uh, help. you know, helps the community support, you know, the college uh, better as well. You know, I don't know that the last time we were here that we mentioned that we've got a new multicultural center on campus as well. It's called yes. The Nest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that has yeah. really become, you know, one of those other um, safe havens, if you will, for for students and a place for connection, relationship, dialogue, uh, dissent, um, you know, a- education and, and really building um, a sense of belonging on our campus, in our campus community as well. And uh, we recently, our students recently posted a flag, a LGBTQ plus rainbow flag within the nest to really show a song, a strong sense of, of, of pride inclusion and inclusion. And, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, with our, our growing LGBTQ plus community here in the, in the Brainerd Lakes region, mm-hmm. we've got a drag show that's happening. I think this will be the third or fourth drag show that um, one of our clubs has, will be hosting uh, again. I think that's the end of April. At Friday night, I think it's the 26th of April. Heard they're so fun. They're just so entertaining. They, they it's really, a good time. They yeah. really are. Yeah. And, you know, again, sending that strong message, as you indicated, um, Tess, you know, that message of, of inclusion mm-hmm. that, yeah. you know, regardless of, you know, who we are, um, where we're from, um, that, we, that we all have a right to, mm-hmm. to, to place and safety and, and belonging. Mm-hmm. And, and going back to the multicultural, too, I, if I recall correctly, um, the food pantry has been looking for some different uh, ethnic foods or spices to be added to that so those mm-hmm. students have access to some things that might bring them closer to home and to their culture. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hair products, you know, uh, yeah. different products, cultural mm-hmm. products. Absolutely. And just to um, build off that, I think it's really neat that the Nest has a um, a barber chair um, that we have installed. We just hired, I, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Mary, we just hired a barber, I think, or we're on the, in the, because we know a lot of our students who come in um, who um, might have, need, you know, mm-hmm. styling needs that they that yep. they may not be able to always find mm-hmm. here in the Brainerd area. And we made sure that we um, met their, are trying to meet their needs at least. So it's yep. a really nice and that's a special art to be able to yep. to do some hair, well and you know and it's kind of a neat amazing. story so the yeah. barber um is starting on monday will be here every monday uh former clc student former mm-hmm. football player uh grew up in a barbering family uh, we connected to this young man a few weeks back and uh, in his barbering school down in the twin cities um, working with the Initiative Foundation, exploring ideas about how do we bring a cultural barbershop to the Brainerd yes. community? Yeah. Yes, uh, because we have families um, that uh, need that service mm-hmm. and currently are driving down to Minneapolis, St. Paul, St. Cloud wow. for those services. So mm-hmm. this young man will be starting uh, back on on Monday, um, not as a student, but excited to be a part of the CLC community in a different Love capacity. Mm-hmm. Love that. Talk about full circle. Absolutely yep. right. Love it. Mm-hmm. That's great. All right. Well, as you wind down the school year, of course, there's also people starting to explore uh, next uh, fall already, aren't they? Yep. Students are already signing up for fall, so we're we're excited about that. Um, um, we have more. Um, 
we have so many new programs coming on board too mm-hmm. for students um, if they're, that they're interested in. We have a new um, we're gonna have a new um, machine tool program that's kind of we retooled it if you oh, will. You I know, like the, it. Um, that's gonna be coming online, um, ready for students to enroll in fall of 2023. Um, we have a new precision food production program at our Staples mm. campus. That's it's yeah, that's gonna be with especially with I mean, and that's gonna be connected to our research. Um, and demonstration farm out there. Um, students who are interested in agronomy or precision food production or an agricultural career have some really great opportunities. Um, it's a really high demand area with some really good paying entry level jobs. So, yeah. pretty yeah. exciting. If, yep. if students uh, or parents are listening and they want to find out more, uh, best thing can just go to the website or schedule a tour. Right? Yeah, uh, people are available to do that. Both. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Come to our website, schedule a tour. Just come to the campus. Somebody will help you, without a doubt. CLCMN.edu, is that where we go? Right. Okay. You know, and it's never too late. You know, we've got a lot of non-traditional students. We've got students in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, you know, that are saying, you know, I want to try something new. It's time. Yeah. Yeah. And so we don't just service, you know, 18, 19-year-olds. Well, even our our PSCO students, we've got a wide uh, range of students at CLC. Yeah, well, you great. can understand why, because yeah. it's an awesome place to go. Yeah. <laughs> That's All great. Right. Thank you so much for being mm-hmm. here today to talk about these great services for students, and we'll look forward to seeing you again down the line. Thank you. Thanks for having us yes. back. Thanks, Thanks again. Both. Our guests today, Mary Sam, Dean of Students, Wellness, and Equity, and Mark Johnson, the Interim Vice President of Academic and Student Affairs. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs are available anytime. You can listen on our website at 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.